This is your host Usama, founder of Beast with Aesthetics, winner of Mr. Ottawa 2016. I've helped hundreds of thousands of men transform their bodies and transform their lives. You can find me on Instagram at Beast with Aesthetics. In today's episode, I will be speaking to Casey Zander, an online dating coach. We're going to be diving into topics like how to speak to women, how to come off attractive and confident, and we're going to also be talking about NoFap, semen retention, and diving deep into the fitness industry by speaking about diets, workouts, and things that men can apply to better themselves and slay that big, scary dragon. Thanks for being here. So let's actually jump right into it. I know you have a lot of things to say. I have a lot of things to say to these folks that are trying to slay the dragon. And uh, what I actually, I think we should um, just maybe if you can tell the folks a little bit about you and how you got to, um, you know, teach young men how to attract women and, you know, do sexual transmutations and all that. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, with me, I mean, I kind of, everything is like a stepping stone. You know, one of the things that I always kind of say is like, you, you can have it all. You just, you can't have it all at the same time. So with me, like the first building block was really fitness, you know? So what I, what I was when I was 21, I started, uh, like it was like an online health and fitness coaching company. Right. So as I started, you know, building my body, that was kind of my first step in self-improvement. And then I started helping men, you know, build their bodies, and that was kind of my first taste in like, you know, transmutation and actually self-improvement in general. And the whole thing is like, what I realized is that, you know, like if, if you're a dude who struggles with women, you know, if you, let's, let's say you build the body. A lot of times, a lot of guys think that, you know, that's like their golden ticket to attracting women or something like that. But the problem is like, if you don't fix the man first, well, now you're still just a guy who's like shy and awkward, but you look better. You know, so what I realized is you kind of have to unlock each step in self-improvement. And over the years, you know, day by day, month by month, as I kind of figured that out for myself and everything, what happened was I, I just I started. That. So the thing is, is like with my fitness coaching, I coached 300 men within three years. And, you know, as I coached them through fitness, what happened was as I got a taste of all these clients and kind of their personal lives, too, I realized that there's a whole other slew of issues going on out there. And that's just like, you know, with the experiences where I kind of gained the wisdom with it. That's, uh, that's, I mean, that all makes sense. It's almost like the pieces of the puzzles coming in together um, to get to the place that you're at. Um, I mean, I, c- I can really relate to um, the fact that, you know, you could look great, but still miss a big part of you, which is to be able to talk to the opposite sex and to be able to, you know, understand the dynamic and just have the confidence to, to speak to, to girls. So, you know, what a lot of fitness coaches and fitness influencers, what they will do is they will market themselves as, you know, if you get this six pack, you will be able to talk to all kinds of girls while, yeah, it's going to help your confidence for sure. Having a better body is like the very first step. Right. And, um, 
you know, you want to get the better body, but now it's like you have to be able to um, translate that confidence and build the confidence to be able to speak to girls the very first step, right? And then once you're able to speak to girls, it's like, okay, now you have to understand um, how you want to be um, to be able to attract that woman. So like for someone that um, that has zero confidence right now, you know, that it's just so tired of feeling the same thing over and over again and just wants to be able to get that attention from women what would you say is like the very first step that that they should do well the first step is really going to be to take a second and kind of remove yourself from that playing field you know the the guy who's always looking for the attention or the guy who's really looking for love looking for women is really the guy who doesn't get it I mean, the thing is, is like a, a big misconception is somebody will say, you know, just just be confident around women. But the thing is, is that most men have nothing to be confident about, which is why you need to kind of remove yourself from the playing field from a, for a little bit and really buckle down on some key traits in your life that you need to improve on. You know, so every like in my opinion, you know, like everybody builds confidence a different way. You know, like for me, it came through like physique or bodybuilding or building my body that was my first step but you know other people find a lot of confidence in their career you know some people they might be like collegiate athletes that's their way of being confident other people might be good artists you know other people maybe will get confidence from being like the best dressed guy in the room you know like you you got to figure out where you want to improve yourself and how you can actually kind of unlock a newer kind of better self through doing that in my opinion you know, it's not something you can do overnight. This this takes months. It takes, you know, that compound effect. It's not like you can just lie down in your bed and visualize and just, you know, make, you know, bullshit yourself and, and, and think that you're awesome when you're actually not awesome. You have nothing else. You have nothing in your life to make you feel awesome. Right. Exactly. No, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, You know, I remember getting into, you know, things like the law of attraction. And um, the thing about the law of attraction nowadays, it's being taught in a very um, shitty way. So, you know, you have people that are literally just, you know, visualizing, doing affirmations, but they're not actually doing anything to change their life. Right. Which is, um, you know, it's, you know, you have to do the things to actually change where you are right now. You have to get somewhere by doing things, right? Um, And it's all about like the habits that you create, right? If you have shitty habits, if you're, you know, eating junk food all the time, watching porn and masturbating all the time and, you know, instant gratification, you're not going to be the man that you're out to be. Right. And, you know, with a lot of those attraction laws and everything like that, where I think it kind of, suffocates men even further a lot of times is the problem is is it puts them right back into that mental kind of emotional state right and the problem with that that i found is like you know if you get guys who are lacking confidence or guys who are lacking certain personality traits the problem is is that they're so there's so much already in their head to begin with that them trying to manifest this kind of almost false energy or affirmations trying to fool themselves that there's something they're not it's like there's no way around doing the work you know you you can't you can't skip doing the work because like men have to really be built you know there's no words that will fix how you feel and i you know like i'm i'm coaching a guy right now he's 
40, 41, and he's at a tough point in his marriage even. You know, and it's like he's on the brink of divorce. And what I'm telling him is, like, the only way to get through this is through action. Because, like, you can hire a marriage counselor for this. You can go to a fucking therapist. You can go to a counselor. Like, words can only do so much for a man. If you don't, if you don't take action and start improving day by day through, like, real-life traits, you don't see any new sort of personality, like, unlock out of yourself. And and it's it's very frustrating because um, you have this like false belief that you know all I have to do is um, you know affirm myself and think positively and just like let the universe or God or whatever you believe in deliver the results that I'm seeking. Um, missing that action, you know, like you said, it's it's absolutely crucial. The only way to get out of your 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 pit is to do something about it, and so. You know, when someone comes to you, you know, and wants to hire you as a coach and tells you, look, Casey, like, I'm having trouble building my motivation and building my discipline. How can I, you know, how can I do that? Because, you know, I think most men understand that they have to be disciplined, uh, but they're just in denial. And, um, but like deep down, they know that they have to, right? So like, someone comes up to you is like, okay, how do I do that? Like, wh- what would you say to them? <laughs> What I say to him, I say the same thing every time. I go, man, I go, I, I can't grow the balls for you. <laughs> I like that. There's no one that can. There's no words that can make you grow the balls. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter if you're getting this info from a counselor, a therapist, a doctor, a PhD. Nobody can give you the swag or motivation to get the shit done. And it's like, men aren't told that nowadays. Men aren't told that you got to be a man. You know, in order to be a man, it's going to take stepping up and doing the hard shit that you don't want to do. The only motivation should be you realizing that your current situation is not desirable, right? And the only way to get out of that current situation is to make it even harder than it currently feels, which means you got to learn to like sit in the fire for even a little bit longer. You got to make your current situation even worse, you know, to see light at the end of the tunnel. It's, it's going to get harder before it gets easier. You know, there's, there's something about the pit and, and going down into the dungeon um, and being scared and, and facing all these, uh, facing turmoil just clicks on uh, for a man where, you know, he just stands up and he actually makes these changes in his life. And I think that's not happening anymore um, because of all these distractions and all these things that are wasting your energy, right? right. So when it comes to wasting your energy i think one of them for me that i realized over the past few months is uh, constantly watching porn on daily basis and ejaculating so i think i think we should talk a little bit about that and and the power of semen retention and you know what that is maybe we can start off by talking about what it is to begin with what is semen retention why should someone um, stop watching porn so the reason why semen retention kind of caught you know, caught on as a trend relatively quick is because in like 2017, 2018, the big movement throughout the internet was no fap. Okay. And no fap was guys that were restraining or abstaining, I think is would be the right terminology, getting, getting rid of masturbation in order to make sure that they can connect their sexual energy with a woman and a woman only. Okay. So the difference between no fap and semen retention is this no fat means that you're still ejaculating, meaning like you, you can still have sex with women. 
thing. So like, as long as you're releasing your sexual energy with a woman, like no fab is just abstaining from masturbation. Semen retention, on the other hand, though, is one. You basically take a complete 180 and you retain no matter what, meaning you hold in that seed no matter what. So bring bring me back. What was your original question again between the two? So um, why, okay, let's say someone wants to get on this, right? Should they do nofap or should they go straight into semen retention? And what benefits should they expect at the beginning? So I think I think it, it depends at what stage you're at with with women. Now, the the whole reason I even got into the whole concept of fat in the first place was because when I was coaching men, what I noticed was very, you know, pronounced with a lot of them is most of them or a lot of them had like sex anxiety. You know, I, I would start to hear a lot of these things like men would tell me when they would try to like have sex with their girlfriend or like sleep with a girl or maybe they would try to get intimate with a woman. Like I would hear all sorts of things. You know, I would hear things like they came in their pants. Like, I was, is it OK if I just say kind of raw how it is? Like, you Oh, know, go for it. I, I love it. OK, so like there you get dudes that they're like like premature like they would they would come in their pants from like making out or like they would get jittery or i even had one guy i coached like he said he would get cold before sex like so ice cold the dude's nerves are so fucking you know going a million miles an hour that he like you, you know all the all the things that go with performance issues you know what i mean yeah and the problem is is that a lot of these men are just watching porn. They're watching porn every night. They're stroking it every single night. The problem with that is when you, when your brain starts to correspond your sex energy, you know, and your ejaculation with a computer screen or with your hand, it becomes dependent on that. It becomes a crutch. And what happens is when you put real life human flesh and blood in front of them, now they can no longer perform, you know? So what I think a man needs to really do is you need to ask yourself what point in, in your life are you at with women and what would be best for you to kind of fix some of these issues. Because if you're a type of guy who's very intimidated by women, by women's like beauty or by, you know, flirting or holding ma- a masculine presence, or you constantly find yourself being the nice guy, getting friends on, like you have to ask yourself, like as a man, <clears throat> where are you at in your sex life and where do you want to be? And if you want to advance, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to potentially take a point of time where you retain your seed in order to really build up the essence that makes you man and build up the essence that makes you male. And it's almost like subconscious reprogramming. You're trying to reprogram your body back to nature. You're trying to reprogram your body back to just traditional human values where it's like, You know, if you tell yourself, I'm not releasing until I'm with a woman because, you know, you want to create that chemistry to make sure you can do that. It's a much better option because the the problem with porn is it takes you from A to Z at the snap of a finger. You go from turn on computer to ejaculation. And in the real world, it doesn't work like that because it's like in the real world, it's like you got to go A to Z, but all the other letters in between. It's like from hello to you know spark interest to flirt to possibly being intimate to possibly having sex it's like there's a bunch of stuff that goes along with actually being comfortable with another human so retention reprograms your brain to get you back to traditional roots was that is that a good way of explaining it was that kind of what that that's a very 
that's a very good way of uh, explaining it. And um, actually, so the way I explain it to my clients is a little bit differently. Um, I use a little bit of the Eastern Eastern philosophies, which is basically, you know, semen is your life force. And it is the very thing that um, that is masculinity. And so when you're constantly ejaculating it and getting rid of it, what, what ends up happening is that your energy is depleted. And when your energy is depleted, um, you don't have the creativity that you will. You don't have the strength. You don't have the courage. Um, you start experiencing things like, you know, depression, you know, low self-esteem. Like a lot of things come just, <laughs> no pun intended, come from this very thing that you're constantly doing that's making you, you know, comfortable. Right. Uh, because if you know that you're going back home and you have, you know, access to 5,000 types of different girls and you can just lie down and do what you have to do, um, you will never be able to strive and you'll never be able to break the barriers and, and go through the steps of, because I think people, what they, what they think is that, let me go, go, go on YouTube and okay, how to pick up a woman. And then they're listening to guys that are telling them these scripts uh, which is actually causing more harm than good because they're not they're not basing their whole um, you know experiment uh, based on on like their true genuinity um, you know their true potential they're just taking a script and trying to sell themselves uh, which is not good at all because it puts them into uh, it puts them into another rut right, right. and now they're less confident because they're using something that they're not and uh, and then they feel even shittier about it so you know i like how you how you how you say it's like different basically levels right um usually what i tell men is that okay first you have to work the confidence to be able to look at a girl right that's very first thing make eye contact once you're comfortable with that then you can move on to maybe smiling at that girl then maybe talking to that girl and maybe having a small small talk right it's like all levels and you know i, I think men need to just be patient and need to you know do a daily habit where they're working on these skills and eventually be able to um you know date a woman or have sex with a woman 100 percent like you know, the thing with that, too, is it's like men men get so dependent on the outcome of sex. It's like instead of baby stepping it, like you say, where it's just like go over there and talk and have an interaction. Like they're focusing on how do they get to the sheets as soon as they like, you know what I mean? As soon as they're at interaction mm -hmm. with them. It's like remove remove the need for the sex for a second and everything becomes a lot easier, you know? Not only that, but you, you know, the way from my experiment, for example, um, you know, I had lots of issues when I was 17, 18. This was like eight, nine years ago, you know, just talking to women. Right. And I got to a point where I was very comfortable and was able to, you know, attract women and whatnot. But I was still having the problem because I would come in uh, from that intention, from that space. Right that um you know a, a sexual space uh which then i realize i'm actually not grounding myself and and harnessing and using that sexual energy on other things uh, my purpose um you know trans transmuting that energy using you know exercise properly using yoga soft practices right so if you know someone were to come to you casey like one of your clients one of your potential clients um how how can i come in from that space how can i drop 
that intention and built a better intention. Well, you drop it, you drop it by putting a higher value on what sex means to you. Okay. Because if you, if you take a second and you, you hold sex to a higher standard as in like man to woman interaction, because you genuinely have chemistry and you genuinely are experiencing a good situation with a woman, right? Not, not just for the pleasure of the release, not just for the quick fix to like have your ego satisfied. I mean, the best way in my opinion is you, a guy has to do some serious soul searching, you know, and, and ask yourself like, are, are you a man with high values? Are you a man with, you know, high self-esteem? Or are you a man with low values? And if you're a man with low values, what you're going to do is you're going to do low level behavior as what most men do. Most men gravitate towards the quick fix of a quick hookup or, you know, sleeping with the first person they can find. But if you hold yourself to a higher standard, not only do you over time attract a higher quality woman, but you also start to remove, you know, the dependence from sex. And when you no longer have that sitting on your shoulder, what I found is it's a lot easier for guys just to, you know, go with the flow and put that energy into the right sort of areas that needs to actually happen at that time. And that makes a lot of sense because it's like, you know, your internal world becomes your external world, right? right? And, you know, if you don't, if you don't value yourself and, and understand, um, you know, where you fit in the world, it's kind of hard to um, see a world that has a lot of potential and, and a world that you love, right? Um, This is, you know, this is one of the main reasons why, you know, I've decided to create this podcast is to bring on, you know, men like yourself, um, who do this kind of work because I feel like we're at a very um, sensitive uh, time uh, where masculinity is being stripped uh, and it's being changed. And, you know, same goes with, with women. They're, they're kind of changing and evolving into something else. So, you know, for someone that is confused about the opposite sex, because for whatever reason they think that they're alien, <laughs> which I kind of understand because that's what, <laughs> that's what I used to think when I was younger. Um, what are, what are maybe like three things that they can do right now to, um, change that and start um you know being able to talk to talk to women well i think the biggest one it's a little unconventional but i think the biggest one for guys is to stop qualifying women on on only sex right because like if you look at what most women have became on the internet and on social media you know, the reason why they are so promiscuous right now, the reason why they are so intimidating to most men is because the only the, the only trait that most men are qualifying them on is how promiscuous they can be. Right. So if you're a guy who can hold them to a different standard where they have to actually show other humanistic qualities to you before you're willing to give yourself up to them, not the other way around. See, that's the thing is as a guy, you got to reverse these roles. You can't play chase. You got to come at it from the value thinking that, you know, what's between your legs is the prize. What's between your legs is just as valuable. Okay. And if you can actually start to get these women to qualify themselves to you because you have higher standards, once again, not only do they have to actually show other things besides being promiscuous and being sexual, but it also makes you a better man. I mean, your, your original question as to, if you're a guy and you think it's foreign, I guess a little more of like a blanket statement to like a total newbie. 
I guess would really just be to understand that not only are they human too, but the only way you're going to actually get the type of women that you want is to start doing human type things. You know, most guys are so shy or awkward or introverted or scared to offend. And it's like, you, you got to figure out a way to remove that, like trapped in your head, kind of suffocated state, you know, and just, just get like grounded and back to that, that internal. Yeah. Yeah. So, so first of all, they're gonna, um, um, Consider them as regular human beings and not aliens, right? Right. right. Uh, and then, and then, second thing is basically stop obsessing about these pictures that they're posting on Instagram and social medias, and stop giving them the attention that they're actually seeking. Because when you're giving them that attention that they're seeking, they kind of almost like got you. You know, it's almost like um, now you're you're. It's almost like just watching porn now because <laughs> exactly. you're just like addicted to that stuff, right? So you have to like look for other qualities because I mean, let's face it, like, you know, if you're just looking at a girl and like you just you just want to have sex with a girl and then you get it over with, like the second that's over and let's say you're not practicing semen retention, you lose complete interest and you almost just don't give a fuck for, for some time, right? right. And that's when you know it's coming from like you know that sexual desire right right? and not like yes that ego exactly so i mean let's let's talk a little bit about fitness um i know you've you've had an incredible transformation i actually got a chance to look at it a few days ago um though you know when you were 18 dude you look you look like you look like a bag of shit but now you Uh look like like a like a superhero. So, what what you do? What what's a, what was the kind of lifestyle you built up? You know, well, like what's your diet? What's what are your workouts? So, what I did was, I mean, when I when I was younger, I came from like a track and cross country distance background. So, like the one good thing I always had to me was dedication, right? And that really carried over into my fitness. So what I started off with was I I actually started off like when I was real young, like in those teen years, I was a huge fan of Matt Ogus. Are you familiar? No, I am not. Okay. So Matt Matt Ogus has a program and it's called Ogus 753. So I followed that for a while. It's like a hybrid bodybuilding plus powerlifting split. And I still follow something similar. Um, You know, it's like a, it's like a legs push pull, you know, kind of rinse, repeat, rest, and then rinse and repeat it. I mean, the thing that I really structure is just those heavy, heavy compounds. Like all of my compound movements are usually three to five rep range. All of my accessories are usually between like eight to 10 reps. And I really just like to make sure that year to year, my strength progression is going up. So notice like I'm not talking about week to week. Like I look very long term with this. Like year to year, if I can really, you know, put on you know, anywhere from 10 to 20 pounds on my barbell movements, I'm very satisfied for that block of training. So like it, I'm just, I'm big on the dedication and the long-term consistency with it. I mean, when it comes to the dieting, what's worked very well for me is intermittent fasting. And then I follow a little bit higher fat diet, moderate protein and lower carbohydrates. I've never felt very good digestively on higher carbs. I mean, I've, I've dealt with like bloating or constipation whenever I have like refined sugars. So I really like to try to keep it whole food base with, you know, protein and good plant sources and whatnot. How many hours do you fast? 
it really just depends. These winter months, I'm not as strict with it because I like to put on, you know, five, six pounds just for some comfort. So it's it's hard to be so lean year round. Um, in the winter, I probably go 15 to 16 hours, you know, in the spring, summer months, I'll push it a little bit longer, usually probably 17, 18 hours. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I used to live in Ottawa and it's like super cold there in the winter. Uh-huh. And uh, I, it was, it was, you know, it was, I totally get it. I mean, it's almost like impossible to, to be shredded and to be lean because, you know, it's so cold. You're like, you know, you wake up freezing even when the, like, the heat is like on blast. <laughs> right, um, right. So I, I totally get it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of following something similar. Um, intermittent fasting. Uh, plus my diet is more like a carnivorous diet. Um, so it's like high protein, high fat, and like basically no carbs. Um, I, I struggled with some digestive issues as well. Um, believe it or not, I actually don't tolerate vegetables or fruits that, that well. And, uh, yeah, I I remember listening to a podcast, uh, Joe Rogan, uh, with Jordan Peterson. Are you familiar with Jordan Peterson? Yeah, so that's actually where I got introduced to the carnivore diet, and um, I started applying it, and it was the only thing that was, like, making me settle. Um, I tried vegetarian for six months, and that was just chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so as far as uh, – it's, it's funny that you mentioned you do strength training. It's, like, completely different than the way I train. Um was it Matt August that you said? August, yep. O-G-U-S. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he's he, he's that jacked, uh, shredded Asian, right? Yeah, I think he's like he's like half Asian, or he's like, he's like half Vietnamese, half uh, half Caucasian. Got you. Yeah, he's all about like the three to five rep range, eh? Yeah, yeah. He got very strong. Well, the video that got me hooked is when I saw, I saw him sumo deadlift six hundred, <laughs> and when I saw that on YouTube when I was really young, I just I kept watching a lot of his content, and I mean back in the day I, my diets kind of changed where i mean at first i was more of kind of like an iifym style which was just kind of the classic you know bodybuilder stuff that a lot of the youtubers did but over time i kind of found my own kind of groove and pattern that worked better for me and i just kind of stuck with it then got you so like let's say uh someone is a complete beginner and is trying to find that groove like what diet would you recommend uh for them to get on Ooh, that's a good question. What I would try to do if you're a beginner is I would really just try to start learning how to actually get your macros dialed in. Learn what it actually feels like to get, you know, like one gram of protein per pound of body weight or maybe even a little bit more. For most people, it's a total shift. You know, it's a total 180. If you look at like a standard American or standard like European diet, you're going to see like very, very high amounts of carbohydrates, you know, very low amounts of protein oftentimes. And what it is for a lot of people is it's a big, it's, it's just a big 180 shift. You know, I wouldn't necessarily, if I was a beginner, I would try not to focus on a specific diet right away. I would just learn how to kind of shift my nutrients and learn what it feels like to kind of take in more protein and more, you know, muscle building foods in those right ratios. That sounds about right. Um, I think the thing that I would add on to that is like, you know, take your sugar intake like by half, mm-hmm. like just drop it by half. And I mean, sometimes like, so when, when I get new clients, I get them to just actually drop the, the sugar because when you look around, you realize um, how much sugar people are actually having. And, and neither all was complaining about like fat. And it's because it's like, okay, well look at what you're eating. You're putting sugar in everything. Like 
right now here I'm, I'm in the middle east and people are so used to just putting sugar in everything mm-hmm. you know they put sugar in coffee they put sugar in, in tea they're constantly drinking tea like four or five times a day and you know they're having like five six <laughs> teaspoons or even tablespoons sometimes of sugar in just what they're drinking which is ridiculous right right so you know when you get people to drop the sugar they right away lose a few pounds and you know there's something magical about a low carbohydrate diet where the second you get on it you instantly like lose weight and you know like most of it is going to be water weight of course like the first few days mm-hmm. but just you seeing like those results i think that put me, gives you like the push to go further oh definitely and you know when what i was told people is like whether it's fat that's exiting your body or it is water weight the whole thing is that it's still inflammation Right. And the, the less inflammation that's attached to your cells, the better your body is going to start to function. 100%. And not only that, uh, the better your mind starts to function. Right. No, exactly. It, it can definitely tear you apart if you're a person that's used to a lot of sugar long term. Definitely. Well, Casey, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on the podcast. It's uh, I'm very humbled that you got to be the first guest on this podcast. And uh, I just before I let you go, where can people find you? Um, you can find me all over. You can find me on YouTube. It's just my name is Casey Zander. Um, same thing on Instagram. You know, it, if you want to get in contact with me, not only do I have multiple links and landing pages where you can check out some of my coaching or past client results, but I also am very active on social on a day-to-day basis where you can get in touch with me basically anywhere. So my inbox is... Right. I will make sure to uh, leave uh, a link uh, down for the people. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. You know, I, I definitely appreciate it. I'm, I'm honored to be on the show. So I will definitely have to bring you in on one of my podcasts soon, you know, would love to, brother. Would love to. Something like that, okay? Sounds good. All right, Casey. Perfect. Sounds great. We'll see you soon. Pleasure to speak. Bye-bye.